Hello, and welcome back to the SpoilerCast, the show where we talk about movies and don't care about spoiling them. Uh, my name is Tobias, and with me as always is my sister and trusted co-host, Rebecca. Hello. Hello, and today we're talking about um, the latest A24 release. Yes, I know it's kind of a tired meme to just, you know, mention the fact that it's the latest A24 release, because we never mention that it's the latest Warner Brothers release, but... A24 has kind of become synonymous with a particular kind of film, or I guess more, I guess, particular quality of film. So, yes, you know, and it's it, it, it's it's one of the few, like, uh, non, like, uh, big legacy studios that has kind of become, you know, a household name. Like, people know what A24 is. Like, nobody knows what Regency Pictures is, but they know what A24 is, <laughs> you know? Um... So that's why we mention it. Um, yes. And, uh, yeah, I guess you should just get right into it, right? Yeah, so the newest movie is obviously Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Yes. Might want to mention that name. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you... Now you... now. Well, okay, now you you have the intro now, the way... Because I edited them differently now, so that was the, the big reveal of the title. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, that works. Yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. Um, just want to also mention... That if you want to listen to us talk even more about A24 movies, we're going to do that on Patreon.com slash Don't Make a Scene uh, this Tuesday. Uh, where we're going to rank all A24 movies that we have seen so far. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. we, haven't, we haven't seen all of them, although I have tried. Um, it, it turns out I'd seen a lot more than I thought I had, so I was like, I'm going to try and watch all of them. But, but for yeah. now, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna rank as many of them as we can. Uh, but that's for Tuesday, and that's for our paying audience. So if you want to be part of that very very select crew, check us out on Patreon.com/Don't Make a Scene. But now let's go into bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, it's a, um, I guess it's a dark comedy, a kind of a whodunit. Yeah, for Gen it's Z. tagged. It's tagged comedy horror thriller. Yeah, I would say that's uh, yeah, that's correct. pretty accurate. Not so much horror, definitely thriller, definitely comedy, which we'll talk oh, yes. about. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a bunch of friends hanging out at um, you know their rich parents' house, and they're gonna For have a a, uh, a um, hurricane party. Hurricane party, yeah, they're gonna party during a hurricane. Because, you know, That's any fucking thing, apparently. reason to drink and do drugs, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then an innocent game of bodies, bodies, bodies turns more serious when people actually start dying. And that's about as much as we'll say. Because that's what the trailer yes. reveal. Yeah. So we're going to do the same thing we usually do when it's a new, new movie, right? Yeah, even us here at the spoiler cast don't want to spoil everything. So we'll try to keep the first half... As spoiler-free as possible, and then we'll give you a warning, and we'll go into spoilers. And this is definitely one where we're going to have to, like, talk details, so... Yes. You have been warned, but you will also be warned again when we start talking spoilers. Yes. But, as always, let me ask you. Um, well, let's do this, actually. We haven't done this in a while. Before we watch it, like, going into it, what was your expectations of the movie? Um, well... I didn't have much of an expectation. I figured it would be, you know, classic, uh, oh my god, people are dying and we don't know who it is and it's all going to be dark and pe- more people are dying kind of thing. You know, sort of scream event, like scream four kind of ish. 
Okay. Towards the late, later half the half of the movie when they're in the house. They're after the party, after I think. After party, yeah. Yeah. I thought it would be that kind of thing, which it partially is. Sort of, yeah. But it had um, it had some nice uh, <laughs> details and twists and turns that I really liked. Yeah, yeah. So not having seen it, what do you think yeah. of bodies, bodies, bodies? I'm, I'm, I'm still probably like coming down from I, I, the high of watching it. I don't know. No. I was really el- excited when we were watching it, and I'm still kind of really excited about it. But we, we, we're going to talk about it, so we'll see if my opinion changes. Yes. But at the moment, I'm elated. It's, it was an amazing watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. What um, about you? Did you have any expectations? My expectations were actually kind of low. Because um, I didn't know any of the filmmakers. Because it turns out the director has mainly acted in stuff. So yeah. I only directed like one movie before this, and I didn't know about that movie. Um, and the writer is both the the woman who came up with the story and the woman who wrote the screenplay. I've never done anything else except for this. I mean, they've done like shorts and stuff, but I think they haven't worked on any like feature length stuff before this. Um, and then the whole thing that it's a bunch of Gen Zers hanging out at a party. Um, and also one of them is Pete Davidson, and I was just like, ugh. I yeah. don't know. And I was he, I was he doesn't really like put a put a gold star on any project. No, I am I'm not a fan. I I I I don't really see what people see in him. Uh I'm I don't I'm not a yeah, I'm not I'll keep it that. I keep it at that. I'm I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah. Um but now but having watched it. Having watched it, I think it's it's the second funniest movie of the year, um, but it's not really fair because Jackass Four came out this year, and that's kind of a that's kind of an anomaly. <laughs> other than that, yeah. this is the other than Jackass Four, this is the most I have laughed uh, watching a movie in many years. I think at least watching you know, watching new movies. This was hilarious. Yeah, that might actually be true. Yeah, like, I don't think I I've can't, laughed. I can't that remember another. Way. At a Another... movie in ages. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't remember a modern comedy that actually made me laugh out loud, like, several times. So, uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I didn't enjoy all of it. I'll tell you this. The first, like, 45 minutes kind of sucked, in my opinion. Eh. Like, because obviously it starts by... <sighs> well... Not really introducing characters. They, no. they give us a... A vague introduction of all the characters, um, which kind of makes sense, though, I have to say. Yes. Um, and then there's just, you know, it's it's just youngsters, it's kids partying. It's it's very Gen Z. Very Gen Z. The it's... fucking weird music where nobody sings, it's just... <laughs> and I, just I mean, don't get that's it. a bit of a millennial thing as well, to be honest. I, I, I guess. It's very... Um, Icona pop, yeah. They they kind of they kind of they kind of created that sort of, or at least made it popular. Made it really big, yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of continued with like people like uh, I don't remember. I was gonna say well, I personally don't really listen to it, so I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't listen to it either. But all then again, I listen to like drone and noise and death <laughs> metal. Is... So I guess I can't complain. So no, it's basically the same. Just you know, 
<laughs> other side of the spectrum, sort of. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, it just isn't my taste. It's just like, yeah. Ugh. And then, of course, you know, Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone. But I, being... I have to say, he didn't do it. He wasn't as obnoxiously annoying as he can be. He no. actually acted. Yes, he wasn't. He didn't just. He wasn't perform Pete as Davidson. Himself. No, he was. He actually played a little bit of a character here, which was good. You know. Yeah. And he and he did it well. I'll yeah. give k- kudos for that. Um, Definitely. Uh, and uh, but other than that, like the the characters were annoying. The, the typical. That's but that's just me See, being old. You know, because I thought they were just annoying and. I think the entire movie was kind of a comment on. Um, Gen Z and their their entire like, you know, everything is so dramatic. Everything has to have a label and a name and a reason and and you can't say that, you can't say this because, you know, you're stepping on someone's toes whatever you do kind of thing. Yes. Uh, we'll get into that. Um, Which I, I loved. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's actually a pretty uh, uh, clever, like, social satire. Yes. Um um, I don't want to say too much about it right now. Kind no, of but that's what just I'm just trying, about... like, adding in what the movie actually is without spoiling details and stuff. Yeah, it's 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 a really good representation of Gen Z, but at the same time, you know, kind of making fun of them. Yes, exactly. While still making it sort of serious at points. Yeah, and I think it's making Gen Z able to laugh at themselves a little bit. Because we had a bunch of kids next to us in the theater yeah. who are definite Gen Zs. Yeah, when they came into the theater, you were like, oh, look, it's the cast of Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. <laughs> yeah, they of... look exactly like the kind of people who are in Bodies, Bodies, yeah. Bodies. You know? The exact kind of characters that they've written for the movie. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. And, um, I mean, I they, they were sort of commenting during the movie as Sort of slightly like we do sometimes. Yeah. And it was, they, I mean, they, they laughed at it. They loved it. They kind of like, oh my God, went like, oh my God, that's so dumb. But you could hear it in their voice. They're like, shit, we do that shit, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. Because, I mean, it, it's kind of hinted at even before the movie starts. Because the, the, the tagline for the movie is, this is not a safe space. Which, you know, it's a big... Big yeah. word for Gen Z. Well, I guess millennials as well. Um, yeah. And as the movie, you know, takes a more serious turn, because at first it's just everyone's just happy-go-lucky. Um, there's, you know, there's drama. There's bickering and drama, yeah. but that's that's, that's Gen Z and millennials in general. They're, they're that's, kids. Like, hey, that's early. That's that's just young people in general. Yeah. Like, in your that's early like, 20s, you can't handle stuff like that. No. You're a fucking child still. So. Oh, my God. Someone flirted with my boyfriend. I'm going to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Drama. Um, yeah, and like tensions right from the beginning because oh my yeah. god, you you just uh, you came, you you came, you weren't even invited. Actually, kind of, sort of. Well, he was, but not really. You know, it was that. Yeah. You know? Um, but as tension starts to to ratchet up, um, <coughs> f- first of all, some of the characters show their true selves. Oh yes. Um, and but and 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 some of the characters really uh like. Go hard into like uh, playing the, the a role, typ- sort of. Yeah, and the t- typical like like words like toxic and triggering yes. starts flying around, um, and that's when the movie gets hilarious because 
that's where that's the kind of stuff which you know old the older generation makes fun of Gen Zers and millennials for for being so you know they're being triggered and being emotional. Yeah. Um, and this and the movie doesn't make fun of them for it, but it pokes fun at that kind of. Um, uh, what do you call Use, it? Utilizing all of that that language and and being not them specifically being that sensitive, but overusing those sensitivities. I yeah. suppose. Um, and there is the one scene where there's, I mean, there's so many like they, when they start, they start like, uh, um, uh, like talking about each other's flaws and start yeah. blaming each other because you know they they it's you know the. Uh, the group is really dwindling now. More and more people are, are yeah. dying, and they're like, "Who is doing this?" Um, and then the the insult starts starts raining, and I mean, they start they start talking about how fucking boring your podcast is, and oh my god, that was the funniest thing ever. When, and that was that was obviously one, one of the best dialogues I've ever. Because. <laughs> Yeah, slight it's spoiler so, here. One of the girls so has well a, written. <laughs> yeah, one of the girls has a podcast, which the others, you know, they love it because you have to be a supportive friend. Yeah, but then it turns out the one girl who really loves it is really just hate listening to it or hate watching it because yeah. she think it sucks. Um, and in this life and death situation, that is what they latch onto, and she keep she can't even like. As soon as the other girl, what's her name? Was who, who had the podcast? Uh, Jordan doesn't like it. Alice. Alice is the one who has the podcast. Yes. And as they're pointing guns at each other, or I guess one gun, yeah. um, she still can't just let let go that that Alice likes to do a podcast. She just keeps rolling her eyes and moaning. <laughs> yeah, she can't even like hold that back when she get ma- yeah, gets like, mad at her, like rolling hi- her eyes at him. Yeah. You know, hide that for now because that's not important. How no, about we no. focus on the guy who's trying to kill us or whoever's yeah. trying to kill us? But no, people no, people are dying. They start Hello? bickering about a podcast, um, and yeah, and she's like, "It's actually a lot of work. You have to do Google documents <laughs> and schedule the interviews." And I was like, first of all, that's so hilarious." Because, I mean, sure, like on big productions, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of work. But I mean, to just do a podcast like we do, it's not a lot of work. It's work, it's but work. it's not a oh, lot. It's, definitely, it's not a lot of work, especially if it's the only thing you do. Like, yeah, you don't have to. It's not a full time job, obviously. Like, no, no, no. We have lives beyond that, and we have jobs beyond this. So, I mean, yes. if so, we can do it, a rich kid can definitely do it. Yeah. Easy. But also, the way she describes it, she's not wrong. There is work no, to no, do. No, no, sure. There is yeah. work to do. We have a fucking Excel spreadsheet for it. Yeah. And that that's that's where it's, it's both poking fun at it, but being honest as well. Yes. So it's very, very well written. Oh um, yes. And I was not only because of the podcast, but all the all of the be, you're being toxic and oh, being around you is triggering. All and the yeah, all the words being saying thrown around and feelings. Like, oh, that was so, that was so funny. Oh, feelings are facts. Feelings are facts, and she's like, no, facts are facts. Oh, <laughs> uh, which yeah. is you know, yeah. I haven't actually I, heard that, but I was like, I agree. I, <laughs> I howled. I was literally slapping the seat next and to me. And you weren't the only one. I was screaming, laughing. I heard people just laughing. Oh, yes. Screaming, laughing. It was the funniest thing ever. Um, but I gotta say, most of the laughs 
are in that scene, and then a few sporadic laughs after that. Before that, not so much. Uh, yeah, that's what but I, mean. I think... Before that, I was honestly, in my head, around the time uh, B got locked out of the house, I was like, this is fucking annoying. Can we just get to who's trying to do this? There was a lot sure. of running around and not knowing what to do. And at some points, it felt like a student film where you had a bunch of kids walking down uh, uh, like dark corridors, like bad lighting. Yeah. I mean, here it's uh, 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 intentionally bad lighting because they're all yeah. It's all being lit by like phone cell phones, yeah, and, yeah, and like one Which, you know, one of those he- headlight thingies, headlights, yeah, headlamps, yeah, headlamp, um, yeah. So I get it, but at some points so when they're like walking down to the gymnasium, it's just like this looks like something I shot in high school, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah. However, I feel like I I can tell that that part was more or less intentionally done that way. Partially, you know, it's the classic kind of horror whodunit thing. You're supposed to be a little bit annoyed and scared, and like just just don't walk around alone, you dumb bitch. Yeah. And also, it's. I mean, you have to build up the tension. You can't have the yeah, funny stuff come straight away, though. No, no, and that's what I'm thinking. Because at that point, the movie hadn't been super funny. There were some, there were some laughs here and there. Yeah, but not like it was like, haha, not the big wah, you know, like later. Yeah. Um. So I wasn't expecting, and I didn't expect the movie to be that funny. Like I heard it was no. darkly comedic, but that usually means you don't really laugh. It's just like, oh, that's funny. yeah, that's yeah. darkly comedic. Um. Um, and I was thinking, oh, so it's going to be Gen C humor, so I'm not going to laugh, that means. Yeah, I'm not going to laugh. Um, <laughs> uh, um, so I was expecting it to be um, more of a thriller. But then also like, oh, it's, it's a Gen C thriller, which means I'm not going to care. And it didn't, for the most part. I didn't care about any of the characters. That no. Might, um, and that's partly me, because I don't like that kind of people. <laughs> I, I, it's just not. They're my not crowd. your crowd. Yeah, um, but also because we didn't really get to know them very well, and what we do know about them is that they're m- most of them are just like annoying and like bitchy. Yeah. See, part of that is again that's that's part of the plan because you're not supposed to know too much about them because you know things need to be revealed. There yeah. needs to be mystery about them all. Someone, all everyone has secrets somehow, and you know, th- there's a reason for that, obviously. Yes, yes. But also because <laughs> in in friends gr- friend groups like that, speaking from experience, <laughs> sure, that is is exactly how it is. It's it's very like you don't want to show your personality too much in your friend group because you want to be like your friends, otherwise you can't be friends with them, kind of thing. Um, and if you're mad at someone, you're gonna do it. You're gonna you're gonna show it. But you're gonna show it subtly, so that they can't really like call you out on it. <laughs> so it's it's a really tense friendship, but you're still best friends. You know, they're all best yeah. friends, but they hate each other basically. Yeah, which is you know, I mean, and that's once again, that's which not... felt realistic. <laughs> yeah, that felt very realistic, and I and I recognize a lot of that. Um... And that's not specifically a Gen Z thing. I mean, that's, no, no, no. That's like that's you said, that's young twenties, yeah, teenage kind of thing. Exactly. Most generations have a bit of that, but it's definitely like m- 
more nowadays. It's, I think yes, it's it's to have a front and not be yourself. Yeah. You know, you you you're, you're pretending to be yourself, but you can't really be yourself because yeah, being yourself means you're you're going to like offend someone. You're going to trigger someone because probably people and are also, inherently flawed like that. And if you can't put a label on your flaw, you're not really part of the like. You're not cool. <laughs> you have to be able to label you, label your issues and flaws. Yeah, to like fit in. So you can't just you you can't just be like upset that your friend went into rehab or something. No, no, you have PTSD from it. Uh, like yeah. sure, you probably yeah. do, but you don't have to wear it like a badge, do you? Yeah. Um. That's also that's also where like uh, the kind of uh, what do you call it in, in Swedish? We call it offerkofta, victim. Um, uh, yeah. Um, uh, what do you call it? You like you you put on the the you know. You make yourself a victim to like yes uh, feel sorry for yourself. Kind feel of sorry thing. for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, so like, yeah, your friend went into rehab. Somehow you have to make that about you and how hard it was for you. Like, no, it was yeah. hard for your friend. I mean, sure, it was probably hard for you, but considering, oh, considering, yeah. it's probably worst for your worst for your friend who actually had an addiction and had to go into rehab. Yeah. Forcefully. <laughs> yeah. Not even uh, by choice. And I guess we're kind of tiptoeing around who the characters are and what they actually did. Should we just get into spoilers? Especially that big scene where everything is revealed. Uh yes. We've done twenty minutes. Well, let's do a let's do a quick like fully. What did you think of the movie? Kind of thing. Would you right. would you recommend it? Would you? Uh, you know. Yeah. I'll I'll say this. Um, I would definitely recommend. <laughs> oh, take two. I would definitely recommend it. It is hilarious. You just gotta get through the first half, basically, which is not as much fun, or not as much, or not as exciting. It's just, it's just a weaker first half than a second half. The second half is amazing. Like almost the, the entire second half is chef's kiss. Great, you know. Um, I would also say that you know, because this is. Uh, and without bringing too much politics into this, uh, but it's obviously you know um, a movie about like you know it, it's it's young Gen Zers, some millennials. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're obviously like 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 uh, you know socially left leaning, politically left leaning, and I'm oh, I'm, yes. pre- I'm I'm pretty sure like just quick quick googling uh, on the people who made this. They're you know they're on the left side of the political spectrum and all that, probably yes. Um, but somehow they managed to make a better satire and poke more fun at you know the the social justice the snowflake uh, people on that side of the political spectrum than any right wing director or filmmakers ever managed to do. Whenever they try they're to do self-aware. that, they're self aware. Yeah, they're self. It, it just comes off as like weird and try hardy. Like I think a lot of like. Like, conservative people would love this movie. I mean, if they got past the annoying characters, they would love yeah. the kind of humor that's in this because it is very well-made satire on, you know, the kind of people they hate. Funnily enough, though, they would probably hate this movie because they would just just be like, oh my god, this is such a leftist thing. They, this is all just, you know, just liberal, yeah, all of them. Yeah, but, but at the same they time... W- they wouldn't understand that it's it's uh, making fun not. of liberals. I mean, some some, oh, some people probably could, but yeah, some, you know, yeah, but you know the the ones who are on the internet and shouting, they wouldn't yeah, understand they it. Wouldn't <laughs> but if you just if you just let go of that stuff and just actually look at the comedy, look at what they're actually poking fun yeah. at, it's so much fun. 
Oh so yes. Much. So that's that's what I would say. Um, it's a yeah, really I, fun I mean, movie. It's not like a future classic or anything. No. But it's a really entertaining movie. Um, yes. And o- honestly, like as much as I uh, dogged on the uh, lighting, uh, it, it, you know, since it's intentional, it's, it's very effective, effective though. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, I will say some of the sequences, like you should experience them in a cinema. Oh it yeah. If you're watching it, yeah. If you're watching it at home, make sure you have the lights out. Lights out and a big screen. Don't watch this on your phone. Yeah. Um, cause the and storm... definitely don't have the phone lighting around you. No, 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 no. Yeah. You need to focus but, on the movie. <laughs> yeah, but that's all, that's all I have to say. It's like really entertaining yeah, no, I, comedy, thriller, dark comedy. I I I agree. And uh, like adding on to that, I, directing was great. Um, acting, I didn't have any issues with it because it felt so. Even though the characters were fucking dumb, it I, felt natural. I, it felt natural. Yes, I agree. It worked, including Pete Davidson, who was, yes. I guess, the weaker one. Yeah. Despite him, him and uh, <laughs> even though she's supposed to be an actress in the movie, the girl who plays oh, Emma, Emma, I thought she yeah, was. But that's yeah. that's the thing, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's intentional. <laughs> she was just overly emotional in a fake yeah. way. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. That might be true. Yeah. Okay. I think she was. Acting. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah, I, sure. that's the yeah, thing. Great this movie, this I think this movie has so many layers if you just think about it. And there were so many details that we as a, as an audience will notice and think will be used, but isn't really used. It's um. It's so... It, it's like deep almost. Yeah, I was going to say, to quote an old, uh, uh, an old Jay Bauman quote... There's so many levels of irony here. I don't yeah. know what's real anymore. Basically. Sort of. Yeah. Yes, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. But again, watch it in darkness. Like don't don't ruin it. Don't have a light on. Don't have your phones out. Actually watch this in darkness. Cinema yeah. helps. But you know, that's up to you. Yeah. Um I, yeah, I'm I'm inclined to give this a 5 star on Letterboxd, but I haven't really decided yet. I gave no. it a 4 for now. I can tell you this is we'll a, this is a solid seven out of ten or three and a half out of five for me. No, like, no, I think I, I'm, I'm the eights and nines and tens are reserved for like emotionally moving like masterpieces for me. You know? Nah, I don't do that. This is a solid, it's... entertaining movie. That's a solid seven. But let's get anyway, into spoilers. Yes. Let's get into spoilers. Uh, specific so spoilers. If you uh, story seen spoilers. The movie. Yeah. Click off now. Come back once you've seen it. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll get into spoilers right now. Here we go. I don't even know which start, where to start. I don't know which one to start with. Because um, there's so many, so many explicit details that are both utilized and not. Like, the whole thing with the car in general. Yes. Um, like, I didn't... First of all, I didn't even realize that the the light thing was on and that oh, would yeah. affect things. I... I, well, I the window was like, yes, that's gonna come back. Yes, I I noticed the um, the the Some mirror light thingy, yeah. yeah. Um, and I tried. But to, like, I noticed it. Get your but attention, like, but that's was, not what's that, what's that gonna lead to? No, because you know they were zooming in on it slowly, slowly, slowly. Yeah, but slowly, I couldn't I figure like, out that that would that's gonna kill run out the battery. battery. <laughs> I didn't figure that one out. Okay. Um. So I li- I like that there were you know there was attention to detail. Um, oh, of yes. course, of course, 
leaving the sword outside. Yes. Uh, which is also kind of funny because uh, uh, David, um, um, uh, Pete Davidson's character, was very annoyed <laughs> yeah. when people started like messing with his dad's stuff. Like, give me back my dad's Gurkha sword. But then as soon as the storm started, he just threw it on the ground and they went inside. Like, yeah, yeah, he just left it. It's like, yeah, do you really yeah. care though? It, he no, was just it annoyed was, it was that annoyed. he it was got it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, he was annoyed that because uh, uh, Greg looked way cooler yeah. at the moment. Surprise, surprise! Lee Pace shows yeah. up in the movie and is just awesome. <laughs> yeah, and much older, of course. Um, uh, but he's the older boyfriend. Yeah, because I mean, Lee Pace one of those. must be like in his forties now, so he's like double oh, the yeah. age of these characters. Um, which is also kind of funny since he is, um, other than Pete Davidson dying yeah, first. He's... Born in 79. Yeah, exactly. 89, 99, 2009. Yeah, he's 43. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's like old. He's like a, you know, early early millennial, almost even Gen, uh, Gen X. Yes. Um, You know, a more thoughtful <laughs> generation. <laughs> Not I as guess, though, erratic and quick to judge and, uh, you know. Yeah, he's playing sort of that age too. He's playing like early millennial where you kind of stop and think about things almost. Yeah, exactly. Um, what I thought was fucking brilliant then is that, <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, except for Pete Davidson, he's the first to die. So like the potential voice of reason, no, no, no. They literally like beat him out of the movie because they yes. kill him thinking he is the murderer because they uh, mistakenly thought he was uh, uh, an ex-soldier. Yeah, a veteran. he called himself a vet. So they're like, oh, he's and a, she, a veteran. And uh, his girlfriend, Alice, had called him a G.I. Joe. Joe. Turns out, though, no, he's a veterinarian, a veterinarian's assistant. And Who's she just, just calls him G.I. Joe. Fit. Yeah, because he's very fit. So, you know, like G.I. Joe, which is kind of kind of a stretch. Like, why would you call him G.I. Joe then? Call him, like, man meat or something. I don't know. No, no, no. I mean, he has, I guess he has a bit of a soldier style to him because he he's he's yeah he had the prep like we said he thinks about it he yeah. had the survival kit he <laughs> he's a bit special he needs to sleep with his um uh, light well, mask light, light therapy mask because he has, yeah he has seasonal depression you know <laughs> and he has to do his exercises to like be yeah. able to sleep so it's like he has those quirks that might yeah, come with having been a soldier <laughs> yeah exactly they're setting him up to be that way we see him earlier in the movie like uh meditating in the couch on the couch yeah. or on the love seat or whatever it is and i mean he can he can saber a champagne bottle yeah which i guess anyone can learn but in the in the light of like being early 20s and seeing an older guy doing it you're like oh my god he can handle a knife yeah you're not thinking like, okay, everyone can learn how to saber a champagne bottle. No, no, you're thinking, shit, he can handle knives. <laughs> mm, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's also like he is the one who acts the most mature when things yes. start to derail during the bodies, bodies, bodies game that they're playing, which is basically werewolf. You know, werewolf. Yeah, yeah it's just a new name for it. Yeah, um, but it's based. I think on, we like, called it when I played it. I called it mafia. Yeah, it's the same. Uh, it's the same, same concept, concept. just that werewolf and mafia have more roles. This uh, only yeah, had murder true. and victims. Sure, sure. Um, there are more roles in certain versions of werewolf and mafia. Yeah, you're but it's the same concept. Shit, yeah. One person kills other people, and they and you, you have to the figure other it out ones before one dies. Yeah. yeah. Um, which then you know 
the movie became a real game of bodies, bodies, bodies. And in the f- at the beginning, or when that started happening, I thought, is that going to be like the big, like clever thing? Like, oh, it's actually a, a, a huge, serious game of bodies, bodies, bodies. I was like, oh no, that can't be it. It turned out for it wasn't. the most <laughs> part of the movie. It seems like it though. Yes, yes. Um, Both were good and bad, to be honest. Yes. Um, and there were a couple of like like um, uh, plot holes. Like when Emma dies, they find her. She looks like she has fallen down a flight of stairs. Or was yes. she pushed? Um, and we don't see it. And there's not even a hint of how she actually died. But then, then it's just revealed, oh, she tripped and fell. Uh, well, Sophie saw it. To be fair, we know Sophie is lying about certain things, so she yes. could be lying about that too. I guess, but that's never revealed. I so think it doesn't it, no, but I think that's part of it. That we're not supposed to know what actually happened. Yeah. No, no, because in the very end, let's talk about the end then. Sure, sure. Because in the very end, it's it's you know. I I, I guess the the point of the story is that. You know, none of this would have happened if they would have just calmed down and tried to assess the situation and start instead of start looking for the killer. Yes. Like, hold on, what actually happened here? In instead of um, sort of exaggerating the situation, and you know, I just thought of I thought of all the fucking story times people do on TikTok and shit. The, <clears throat> yeah. the smallest thing in the world happens, and you're just making it as if. It's the end of the world for you. Yeah, you're making. I mean, a... this, this isn't the smallest thing that happened. To be no, honest, no, no, but because I mean, it's a movie. Died. But it's a yeah, it's a an but accident happens. Someone died, but they immediately think they, he has been yes, murdered. They assume straight away that someone killed him. They don't even like think about checking his phone. Um, first of all, just calmly asking people, "Do you know what happened? Did you see anything?" Yeah. No, no, they're just they, they immediately, immediately start, start blaming other. someone. Yeah. yeah. Which felt like it was it was uh, it was immediately after they played the bodies 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 game, which was like so that it's just a meta like that was just a, like a metaphor setup or something. Ah, but then you know they I think they they rectified that towards the end yes. because you know it it um it spun out of control and when we get their resolution it was like. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's sad, but it's hilarious. It's sad, a lot of people died hilarious. because of it. Yes, yes. I mean, how many died? David, Greg, Emma... Everyone uh, but Jordan. three in, to- in total. So five people die. Yeah. <laughs> because they couldn't just calm down and, like, take a step back and look at the situation. Yeah. It's just a sm- such a small thing. It's like you, you do kind of check someone's phone, don't you? Don't you? Because that usually has some indication of something happening. Yeah, yeah. And then they would have found out that Pete Davidson accidentally cut his own throat while trying to do a TikTok where when he was sabering a champagne bottle. Yeah, because <laughs> he was holding the sword. He was dragging the sword towards himself. <laughs> yeah, when he couldn't do it throat. away, he does it towards, because that's normal. 
Yeah, like even if he wouldn't have cut his own throat, then he would have been hit in the face with the cork and the glass. So yeah, exactly. It's not a smart thing to do either <laughs> and way. And you can't you can't really get the right power doing it no. towards yourself with once that again, big of a thing. Once again, displaying the ineptitude of Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You don't know how to fucking saber a bottle, moron. Even I know I mean, that. I, I, I know how. I'm not sure I could do it, but I know how. I know I, what the like mechanics are. <laughs> yeah, I've done it once. It's hard. It is hard. You can't just. Unless you're very good at it, it takes a couple of tries, you know. Yeah. Um, which is kind of funny because I think we, when we see Lee Pace do it, that was like a one-take thing, um, I'm pretty Ooh. sure. Because he had been practicing a lot at home. Using, it was kind of funny, right? He used his Thranduil sword from The Hobbit. <laughs> <gasps> when he practiced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's kind of funny. But yeah. But in the end... When yes. we find out the shit that, that, okay, shit, he accidentally killed himself. Yeah. There's still a couple of details that we haven't gotten answered. Because B finds a matching set of underwear in the back of the truck that matches the bra she finds in Jordan's room. Yes. And Jordan does say that, you know, when they start, when they start pointing fingers at everyone, she says that, oh, Sophie called me before the party, wanted me to stop by and have sex with her or whatever. And they had sex in the back of the car. Yeah. But it's not like Sophie never admits it. She's still totally well, she, like, she kind she, of. she's obviously hiding something when she's when she throwing away her phone. Her phone yeah. But at the same time, it's like I, she, because B doesn't mention, whoops, doesn't me- doesn't mention the fact that she finds the underwear though. So it's no. not like you know I know you did something with her because I found her panties in the fucking car. Yeah. So I um, feel like that's still an, an technically unanswered. It's a kind of a plot hole, yes, because they never yeah. bring that up again. It doesn't lead anywhere. Um, because she was already kind of... suspecting Sophie because of what Jordan said. Yeah. So the, yeah, her underwear in the car didn't really, you know, do either, you know, either or to, to like, exacerbate or alleviate the situation. I don't know. I guess it, for B, it was more or less just a, okay, so it's true. Yeah, I but guess. But they don't say it out loud for us to understand that. No. No, and it's it's a little vague, even if, you know, even in the movie, I think. Yeah, which um, makes the the ending kind of even weirder because they're just like when they find out that it was all an accident and everything happened because of a fucking accident, it feels like they just let everything go. I would still be pissed as fuck if my yeah. girlfriend had cheated on me right before this. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I think at that point they're just happy that there wasn't a murderer. And since it's only, uh, since sure, it's, there were only them two left, them, uh, they are also happy that, oh shit, she's not the murderer. Both, yeah, both I guess, thinking, I guess. You know. um, and then they had kind of a, uh, uh, um, a little comment on the fact that, you know, people are obsessed with their phones nowadays. Yes. Which, you know, they slightly commented on earlier in the movie, but it was never like... Ooh, I got a TikTok all the time, but it's there in the background all the time. Yeah, you know, they do. In the, the beginning, phone... they do a, a couple of TikToks, and then and you everyone's have the... walking around with their phones. <laughs> yeah, and the and the hard the hard cut after they're making out in the grass, and then they're yeah, it's a, and they're it's sitting a hard on their cut phone. to them sitting in the car, and they're just both. <laughs> but it's just yes. it never felt like it never felt like a you know look up from your phone sheeple kind of no comment. because it was subtle. that's that's it felt kind more of like. 
you know, because that's, that's, kind of dumb, that's what phones, yeah, that's what phones are nowadays. They're always there. They're always, you know, yeah. part of what we're doing. Um, so they don't really draw attention to the fact that the phones are always there. They're always doing TikToks. They're always talking about text and all that. In- but then in the end, when 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 the electricity comes on and the service comes back, she's like, the first thing she says is, I have service again. <laughs> yeah, sure. And then the movie ends. So then it's like, oh, you know. They also add in the fact that even though you have a phone and you're always online, doesn't mean you're actually talking to people, though. The whole, yeah. you're so bad at answering a text, and you weren't in the group chat. You didn't yeah. reply. Because that's, yeah. that's kind of realistic, too. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, doesn't matter that you're on your phone. You might even read the text message. Doesn't mean you're, not, you're actually going to answer it. Sorry. Yeah, and that's also, I guess you kind of read that into, you know, old, uh, b- uh, the boomer mentality of, like, we're more connected than ever, but at the same time, like we're more alone than we've ever been before. Yeah, because we're always you know, we have that screen between us, and you know yeah. there is some of that in there as well. But it's it's not so heavy handed. It's actually clever. Yes, um, that's that's and that's that's the lead word, um, except for some of the plot holes, which you know. I, tell I still, me another plot hole. I, I can't. Really... I still say how Emma died is a plot hole. They just. She was no, just I don't all think it sudden, is. All of a sudden, they find her body, and then later, Sophie's like, oh, she fell. Like, oh, okay. Well, I'm s- I mean, it's not explained, so I guess it technically is a plot hole, but I'm still convinced that she more or less made her... She didn't push her, Why but, you would know. she push her? That's the thing. Why would she push her? No, no, she didn't push her, but she made her kind of OD, probably. I don't think she... I think Sophie we, knew that Emma wouldn't be able to handle those pills. But we don't see her... T- that's the thing. We don't see her take the pills. It's just, you I want guess these? Not. Just, okay. And the next time we see her, she's falling down the steps and there's blood everywhere. Like Yeah, I guess. And we don't yeah, that's get a, bit a resolution of, to it. We could have had a more, like, a minute added to, like, show us what actually happened a little bit, at least. Yeah. Yeah, or exactly. Or hint something. at it more. Or heard, like, a scream before she found the... Or something, yes. you know? But no, she yeah, just no one. You don't even body. hear like the sound of someone falling anywhere. No, all of a sudden she just B trips over her dead body. You know. No, Alice trips over her dead body. Oh right, sorry. Yeah, Alice. And she starts screaming. Exactly. <laughs> um, where were we before that? Oh right, yeah. But other than that, clever writing, very oh, clever, yes. very funny dialogue, um, and uh, I don't. Know. I thought I was going to be able to segue into it, but I can't because it has nothing to do with the writing. But I also loved the fact that we have a Connor O'Malley cameo in the end because I was just like, oh, what the fuck? When he appears as Max, the character who everyone t- keeps talking about in the movie, yeah. who is also like kind of a suspect because like Max... Uh, in an exposition dump in the beginning, had stormed out the day before because some altercation with um, uh, Emma David. and David. Yeah, David, uh, um, Pete Davidson's character, um, and just didn't come back. So it's like maybe he's doing this, you know? Maybe he was so angry that he killed David and then killed us. Ki- Want to kill the rest of us? But no, no. He just he just comes back. The classic. What happened here? And yeah, <laughs> it shows up. Totally oblivious, and then that is uh, Conor O'Malley, which I guess maybe not a bunch of people know him, but he is 
uh, a hilarious. I don't, he's not a comedian. I guess he does some stand up, but he's more of a comedy writer. Oh, uh, yeah, because like, I couldn't really, like, I, he's no one to me, to be honest. Okay, yeah, I, I found him a few years ago. He has some insane sketches on YouTube, um, which are oh. like, they're like, they're not exactly funny, they're just weird. There's, <laughs> okay. a lot of, there's a lot of screaming, there's a lot of, like, blood and drugs, and, uh, yeah, it's very weird. Oh, you mean, like, bodies, bodies, funny. bodies? Yeah, kind of, kind of, but, you know, <laughs> uh, even, even worse. It's, but, uh, you know, if, if you like that kind of humor, he's very funny. Um, he, um, he's, like, he's, like, part of, you know, the alt comedy scene of New York. The guys uh, in okay. Town have talked about him, you know. Um, he, he, but he also, he's also a very good writer because he, he, he has worked as a, like, co-producer and a writer, I think, on the Joe Para show, which is a completely, on the other side of the spectrum of his kind of comedy, it's a very thoughtful, wholesome, um, like, sweet kind of comedy, which is Joe Para style. But somehow oh, yeah. they have been able to work together. It's amazing. I did, it, yeah, he's he's written things for Late Night with Seth Meyers. He's written yeah. things for Joe Paratox with you and yes. for How to Wi- How to with John Wilson. Yes, <laughs> that one is pretty funny. It's on how to be spontaneous. How to remember your dreams. How to throw out your batteries. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, a bunch okay. of that stuff. Yeah. Um. So it was just. I was just happy to see him in 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 a movie. Like, oh look, there's Colin Valley. One line and like thirty seconds of screen time. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But it was just like, what a perfect use of him because he's so hyper every other time you see him and stuff, especially his own stuff. And he was just like, hey, what happened here? And then he's out of the movie. <laughs> well, the movie ends, you know. Yeah. Um. So and I'm just a fan, so it's fun to see him. So I I I want to talk about that whole um, <laughs> all of the lingo and that whole um, th- that scene where the four girls are just yelling at each other and using all that Gen Z yes. language language. But at the same time, I I don't know if we can like describe it properly. That is no. literally a scene you have to watch. Yes, I I because I can't remember. There is so much going on in that scene. Like, oh, but there's, there's um there's ableism. Um, uh, I'm an ally is thrown in there. <sighs> yes. Um. <laughs> yeah, because you know, yeah, start talking about racism because oh, when you're when you're when your black female friend does some coke, yes. she has a problem and needs to go to rehab. But when your white male friends do it, it's just partying. Um, See, that's kind of you know. That's kind of her, like, uh, you know... Yeah, Justifying pull, it, the, sort of. Pulling the race card. But then... Yeah. But then... It's so funny, because everyone... Everyone is trying to, like, be the... Quote-unquote, real person in that scene. Like, yes. Like, my struggle is the real struggle. Which, once again, also a very, you know, Gen Z thing. That it's, yeah. It's, everything is always surrounding you. Somehow it's always struggles. about you. Even when you're talking about someone else's problems, it's It always turns you. back to, yeah, but I have it worse. Exactly. Kind of thing. Or how would if or how their problems affect you? Like no, yeah. no. How about you remove yourself from their problems? Anyway, how about anyway. they have problems on their own? <laughs> yeah. So then, but then Jordan is just like, well, <laughs> it's not that you just did some coke. You, you. I had to ride an ambulance with you three times as like as you almost died. Yeah. You, and then uh, and then it becomes, 
I I got PTSD and had to go to counseling. Then it becomes about Jordan's problems. Yeah. Um, and back and forth. But the almost the best part is once again how Sophie is trying to like, um, uh, or I guess Jordan as well. They start talking about like privilege and and whose parents are the richest. <laughs> um, and Sophie is like the one who's then like from the lower class. So to no, speak. no, Jordan's from the lower class. No, Sophie because... and David's parents are the richest. Jordan's the one who's had a rags to riches story. Okay, is it Jordan's parents? Because then they say like, "You, you are your parents are upper middle class." Yeah, Alice says that to Jordan. Oh, okay, Alice says it to Jordan. Okay, sorry. Yeah, because yeah. um, Sophie's kind of when when Jordan ac- accuses Sophie of like, "You're just rich." Yeah, you're the richest here. Like, shut up. Alice kind of. Adds on to Jordan going, but you're just upper middle class. Yeah, you're not even she's, rich. Yeah, like shut you're, up. <laughs> you're upper. You're upper middle class. Your parents are college professors, and she tries to defend herself with community college. <laughs> I, 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 for me, that's that's worse. What? What is a community college like? The the like the where the people don't have money can go to get educations. Yeah, but that's what she's trying to say. Like, they're not, like, real college professors. They're community college professors. But that's still, you know, they're, they're you know, college professors with, uh, with tenure. Yeah. Like, they're not poor. They're not, they're not poor. They're upper middle class. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which literally means, like, in America, that means you make a few hundred thousand dollars a year. That's, like, a lot of money. Upper yes. middle class is rich right. compared Jordan's- to, like... How it is here in Sweden, you know? Jordan is, like, playing the, the poor card, sort of. Yeah. Like, she when, isn't privileged. When she still lives, you know, in the, the, the two-story house with the three cars, the dog, and, a, you know... Yeah. Her, and her parents aren't even divorced, you know? <laughs> Stuff <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> um, and The and only one who actually has, like, no money and problems, as far as we know, is B. Yeah. And but she because she's even... not part of the she's not part of the friend group, so she, they don't have anything on her. Yeah. So she's and... not part of that like argument, I suppose. And the funny thing Until, is, then, well, <laughs> the funny thing is then, that she doesn't even want to like she doesn't even want to talk about that because instead of using it as like oh poor me poor me, she's actually kind of ashamed of which she shouldn't be, you know. But at the same time, she's not using it to like play the victim. I so that's think she's that's a bit it. of a comment on america if i'm being honest yeah because i feel like in at least in europe we're we're still even though we have a bit of that whole oh poor me poor me it's still more that like you're not gonna you know you don't talk about your issues that much compared to in america where it's it's very much especially amongst rich people you you have to explain your issues and problems yeah because you don't yeah yeah but it's 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 more that you don't you don't want to be perceived as having privilege, and if you uh, have right, privilege, yeah, that's true. if you have privilege, well, yeah, I might. You be gotta rich. be able to explain it. Yeah, for, I might. Sort of. No, no, but I might be rich, but I'm actually suffering from PTSD from my friend going to rehab. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, know, you you understand? Yeah. You know, so you're trying to find this 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 counterpoint to well, you're just a rich white kid. Yeah. Well, then what was the point of making being not American? Um. Uh, I don't know I if that's part like... of the script. Them, uh, I don't know if that was because they wanted 
that actress because she's popular right now. Maria is she? Bakalova or whatever it is. Yeah, she got a lot of uh, attention after she was in um, she was in the the Borat sequel. She played his oh. his daughter, I think it is or something. I don't remember. That movie wasn't that funny. It was not. A I funny never sequel. watched it. Yeah, she was great in that movie. Um, and so she's gotten some attention after that. It might be that, or yeah, they just wanted a non-American character to kind of be a contrast to the American characters because she was very different. She was not as extroverted. She didn't. Yeah, she didn't constantly try to victimize herself. You know, she was different. Yeah. I guess that's why. But also, also to kind of give that outsider perspective, like, sure, she's the new one in the group, and she's. You're not even from around here. Like, could she even be yeah, a murderer? Yeah, kind of thing. I was like, at one point, like, are they going to pull, like, a... She's a, like a Russian spy thing? Like, yes, I was worried about that. <laughs> but something then... like that, but that would have been dumb. It could have been funny. Was she Russian, funny. though? No, I guess just she is... Well, not Russian, but she's from... No, Russia. she's Bulgarian, I think. Yeah. She's from Eastern Europe, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's born in, in uh, Bulgaria. Yeah. But, I mean... Americans, sorry, sorry, Americans. But they, they don't know. <laughs> she could have no. played a Russian, you know, just the same way sure. like, Swedes yeah. can play Russians from f- in a lot of movies. Yeah, and it's easier to call someone a Russian because it's easier to like blame them for shit then. <laughs> yeah, and you know, because you know, Russians are the bad guys. Yeah, and also uh, people know what Russia is. People don't know what Bulgaria yeah. is. What's Bulgaria? No, that's true. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, sure, um, sure. I think it was just that. they wanted I just felt of- like that, holy shit, they're going to play the whole, yeah, like you said, like the Russians are the bad guys thing. Um, yeah, but then they didn't, of course. They didn't. That, really it would have been tacky, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like we said, we can't even we can't even recite all the stuff that they say in no. that scene because it was so much. And we much. can't fully explain it either. No, that's, that's something you have to see. Literally, you have to see it. It was if not watching the whole movie, I mean, uh, it you event- eventually you should obviously, but eventually you're going to be able to find that clip on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Um and it was like I said I was I was I was trying to like hold it back because you know you can't laugh too loud. <laughs> in the Especially the there was there wasn't that many people there, so I didn't want like be annoying. No, if you but were the was, only one laughing, yeah, that would but be it was so so fucking funny. I was and I was, you weren't the only one laughing. I know, I know, I know. I heard, but it was <laughs> I was screaming like it was so funny because it was so cleverly written. Oh yeah, I like how they how they. <laughs> how they kind of put into that the whole gun threat and um yeah shots being fired and actual danger like shit yeah it just it but, but, brought but, up the like adrenaline to 11 <laughs> yeah um yeah cuz then the scene that was also kind of funny cuz the comedy like could shift in an instant to like tension and kind of like scary real oh, yeah. stuff all of a sudden cuz i mean it's only like 20 seconds after you're you're laughing out loud at that stuff, you're like, because <gasps> uh, Alice gets shot. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, fuck. And then reality hits again. But that's also that's also, also what makes that scene so fucking funny. Uh, yes. Is the fact that in the middle of this uh, like storm and they're supposedly being hunted by a murderer, they start like talking about pointless shit. Like, oh, I don't like your podcast. Uh, your parents are actually privileged. Like, who, 
hold on once again can how did they even like on the murderer here how did they even get into that now that i'm thinking of it what triggered it um trigger <laughs> uh, yeah no it's it starts with um um uh b getting oh, in, right. into the house again because they locked her out but she found the doggy right. door i guess yeah doggy tunnel in this in this case <laughs> yeah um, and she saw Jordan find the gun. So she goes in there and she says, Jordan has a gun. And she's like, you're crazy. I don't have a gun. Uh, empty your pockets. Yeah. And she yeah. throws down the, uh, that she was the murderer in the game. Exactly. And Alice straight away goes, oh my God, so you are the killer. And from there it just escalates and yeah, spins true, out of control. True. That's how it starts. Yeah. Um, and then she flips and just goes, Jordan, she flips and just like, yeah, I have the fucking gun. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> She didn't have it on her. She had stashed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nice detail. Yes. Very good detail. Well, and it's also like, because I'm wondering, yeah, like we talked briefly, very briefly about it on our way home. Um, like you were talking about, maybe it won't be as funny on repeat viewings or as interesting or, or good. Yeah. And when I, I f- know like what the issue is, but I mean, at the same time. The, the the story eventually isn't about finding out who the killer is, really. No, of course. No, because it it's turns out about... there wasn't a killer. It was all just a series of yeah. uh, unfortunate, unfortunate events. Unfortunate events, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's it's about like discovering the characters and, and sort of, I guess, their relationships more or less falling apart. Yes, but I'm wondering then, because, like I said, like before that scene, there was a few, like, ha-ha-ha, <laughs> you know, a few chuckles. Yeah, sure. Um... And after that scene, there are definitely a lot of, like, laughs. But I I think, and I guess that's sort of a detriment, but not a complete, like, oh, the movie is terrible, actually. But I think a lot of the entertainment and a lot of, you know, what you really love about the movie comes from that scene. Um, yeah. But also, they are building up to it by having yes. characters being very passive-aggressive before that. So, you know, that's part of it. But I think this say, this you really need to rewatch this one to like know yes if this it's is, rewatchable <laughs> yes yes exactly some movies you just know you can watch again but this yeah I would have to watch it again but as it is now yeah loved it I oh was yeah so funny it was riding so the high I'm like this is a this is basically a five but I'm giving it a four because I know I'm gonna change my mind <laughs> yeah yeah and like I said. Uh, earlier, like, this is the first time, except for Jackass, which is a, a special <laughs> occasion, this is the funniest movie I've seen in years. Like, laugh out loud funny, which never happens nowadays. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm gonna be true. one of those guys who says there oh. were no funny movies made after 2008, because that's kind of Oh, but we've commented on that before. I rarely actually laugh out loud at things. Yeah, that's true. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I didn't scream laugh like you did, but I laughed out loud. Yeah. I, I want to add in, I want to quickly talk about some of the technical aspects. Like you mentioned the lighting. I thought the lighting was perfect. It was, yeah. it's utilizing, the dark was really fucking dark. Yes. It's, it's very not like dark. in other horror movies where like they have a, a matchstick or a lighter yeah. and it's just lighting up the entire fucking room. No, no. No. It's dark. Most of the movie seems to have been lit with just cell phones. Actually, the cell phones. Because yeah. nowadays, you know, cell phones are quite bright when you put yeah. on the, the flashlight. Because you, you have the flashlight on the back and then you have a fully white screen on the front, usually. Yes, which 
I found, uh, uh, from a reality point of view, it was very annoying because that means that you're constantly walking around blinding yourself. Um, and it's also wearing out the battery faster, which, you know, everyone walks that's, around with their phones on all the whole night. That's the what one the thing I have an issue with. How the fuck did their batteries last that <laughs> yeah. long? Because normal phones these days do not last that long. Especially even if like, you use the flashlight. Yeah, but like, like even, with, even with a normal usage... Mine is almost dead by, like, 9 o'clock. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, but then, of course, it makes total sense from a lighting perspective, because not yes. only can they illuminate things in the scene, their faces always show, also, even though it's pitch yeah. black. So it makes, except, it makes sense. Except for, like, Jordan, who walked around with the, the headlights. Yeah, but she had her phone in the beginning. The headlamp. Sure, yeah. yeah. And even adding on to that, like, Alice not having her phone, but having those glow sticks all around her. Yes, Gorgeous. Yes. So it was it was a clever use of darkness and a and a clever, Such a clever you know, use, use of, of Gen C lighting, I'll call it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um and like all in all the, the, the settings and the the acting was great and I fucking love the costumes. It was so Gen C. Yeah. I uh, It was it I was have... it was uh uh maybe it's a wrong wrong way to use it, but every every aspect of it was on fleek. Yeah, and that works. It's kind of old by now, but it works. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> on fleek is kind of out. Yeah, I know, I know. But I actually heard someone use it like last week. So I, I, the, oh. I, rem- I was reminded of it. I was like, ooh, hey, hey, I can use it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, funny detail. I just That's the one thing I knew about this movie beforehand. They, uh, Pete Davidson had to cover up like 80% of his tattoos. Oh, I didn't even think of he's, it. Yeah, he has tattoos he's everywhere. covered yeah. in yeah, tattoos normally. This one, they're like, no, you, 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 I mean, you can have tattoos, but you can't have that many. Yeah. So, in the first scene we see him in when he's in the pool, he has, like, leg tattoos, and that's it. Yeah, that's true. A nice detail that they, like, actually changed him. He's not Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah. And even though the music, according to us, isn't the best, it worked really well for the yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the the soundtrack is like the songs that were playing yeah. like, on the radio and when they were partying, annoying because it's not my Which style. Which was part of um the music used in the movie as well. To be honest, yes, in the beginning they do a bit of a back and forth between it. Did you realize that? Because no, it was I mean, what they were listening to in the radio on in the car, but it was also what we were hearing when they were outside. It's the same song that went from us hearing oh, yeah, it as sure. Yeah, sure, 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 yeah. background music and then um, also being what they're listening to. Yeah, but then later you get some more like actual score. Sure. And it was uh it was it was uh it was reminiscent of like uh it, it made me think a little bit about or think of um uh Miami Connection. No, not Miami Connection. Hotline Miami. Right. Yeah. Um, which has also, you know, very, you know, that kind of soundtrack. Um, but it's actually good. Um, very like hypnotic almost. (laughs) Yeah. And then it, it, it melted into what you were watching. So you didn't like, it didn't, it didn't stick out in a weird way. Yes, exactly. Yes. Which it sometimes does. I also have to say that there were two jump scares. And I thought they were good jump scares. Not only because I actually jumped, which I usually do for jump scares. I hate them. <laughs> but they weren't like cheap ones. No. Um, and it wasn't the whole, you know, oh, there's someone behind the door or when you close the mirror or something. It's not one of those. 
No. And, they were actually kind of good. And because it's not really a horror movie, it's okay to have, you know, a couple of jump scares yes. just to get the adrenaline pumping a little bit. That's fine. Yeah. You know, I don't mind that. And they weren't, like, both in the very beginning. No, no, they were kind of stretched out far apart kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, overall, like I said, very good movie. Oh, um, yes. I was I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, Definitely. I don't, I, but I don't think, like... I'm still gonna be. Uh, I'm still gonna be very um, cautious, uh, suspicious whenever I watch another Gen Z movie. Because <laughs> yeah, this it, doesn't. This does not um, set the tone for Gen Z movies. Probably no. Um, this is not. We cannot expect this to be Gen Z movies. No, no it, this it's is too a like, yes. <laughs> sorry for shitting so much on Generation Z, but come on. <laughs> well, come on. Um, uh, what was I going to say? No, damn it. I lost my train of thought. Okay, whatever. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, because you mentioned that we're gonna do the A24 uh, listing thingy. I yeah. think we should leave this one off it for now. For, yeah, for now, so I we can, guess we will, yeah. So we can, like, let it, you know, marinate, marinate and maybe yeah. watch it. Before we can actually rank it properly. Sure, yeah. Yeah, because our goal is, you know, because everyone, everyone likes to rank A24 videos or A24 movies on, on YouTube, but I guess in podcasts in general. Um, but no one has ever ranked all of them, at least not that I found. Um, no, me neither. And we're not going to do that at first, but we are yes. eventually going to rank all A24 all. 139 as of now movies they produced. Yeah, I think that's what we got up to. Uh, uh, and I, I have watched quite... I, it turns out I had watched, what, like 40? Without even thinking about I it? I lost track. Yeah. If I'm being... I, I haven't like, filled out exactly... Well, actually. Well, I have... I We did a little spreadsheet. I have, I've started a list on my letterbox on all oh, the yeah. 24... A24 movies I have seen and am hopefully going to see... Yeah, I, I marked everything I had seen and you had seen, even if we both hadn't seen them, and it's 41 movies. So where you have seen almost 41 movies, and I've seen like half of them, basically. I've seen 47 at this point. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, right, I haven't added bodies, the bodies, ones bodies. you oh, watched I gotta, recently. I got a... There we go. Body, body. I quick question, just just because Spring yeah. Breakers are being compared a lot to it, uh, to bodies, body, oh. bodies. Would you, would you, would you agree on that? I'm not sure I would. Uh, They're completely different movies, to be honest. The only like that common thing is, I guess, the coloring. Yes, um, I can see that they're both very much of its time. Where this sure, is, this is definitely like. Uh, this is Gen uh, C. It's a Gen <laughs> C movie. While Spring Breakers was definitely a millennial movie. Sure. Like it was sure. all it was all it was all about um Um because I, I, I recently, because I was watching A twenty four movies, I saw uh The Bling Ring, which is fucking terrible. <laughs> I hated it. Um but I saw some guy who's supposed to be a professional critic who had written like Love It or Hate It, it's like uh, something I'm par- paraphrasing here, but he was like, "This is the movie that like speaks to the to the it's speaks to the early 
early 2000s kind of like mentality for young people. And I was like, in a way, but it's a terrible movie. Not. <laughs> so, no, I get what he's saying, but the movie as a piece of movie is terrible. Spring right. Breakers does the same thing, but it's beautiful and well shot and well acted, and it's an actual work of art. Because Spring Breakers perfectly captures this, this, uh, this desperate attempt uh, to become famous without actually having any sort of talent. Oh right, yeah. Uh, and this, this, this forever party that you think fame brings, and that's all. What, that's all the movie is about. Yeah, that's about true. these vapid uh, girls who. Yeah, they want spring break forever, bitches. How are we gonna yeah, do it? Are we are we gonna like become famous and then because of that make money and go to no no? We're just gonna steal money so we can party. Which is the same yeah, thing as the bling I... ring, but spring break is much better than the bling ring. <laughs> Fuck the bling ring. Spring break is a fucking masterpiece when it comes to that shit. Um, and this is the same thing because now, of course, you know, famous is still still something people strive for, but. Famous is not being in movies or, you know, no. being like a famous writer. Famous is just being on the internet because... Having lots any, of followers. Yeah, anyone can have a million followers at this point. If you if, you, if If you just... If you're willing to, you know, not debase yourself, but, you know, like, stoop to that. Put in the work, so to say. Yeah, so to speak, yeah. So you don't, you don't have to be a movie star anymore. You can just be on TikTok instead. Um, but it's 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 more the than the mentality of like always online, uh, yeah. everything everything is content and you know s- put up this front that everything is awesome you know, which I guess they also kind of commented on actually yes, to be honest of course. because they yeah. added some of the TikTok thingies and you know the end he killed himself he, for a fucking TikTok trying, trying to make a TikTok yeah 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 <laughs> so uh, yeah Gen-, Gen C Gen C wants the same things as the millennials wanted. But they, they, they just... have a different way of doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see the comparisons, but not like, not literal. Thematic, no. Thematic no. comparisons. Sure. Yes, definitely. But this... And yeah, colors, I suppose. Cool. I guess. <laughs> but I mean, I still think Spring Breakers is a much better looking movie. With the slow yeah, motion but they have... and the, the yeah, they amazing have, they steady, have, shot, um, steady cam shots. Very different aesthetics. Slow motion. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sure, whatever. Um, I think that's it for today. We're probably... Uh, we're, we are going to talk more about these movies, obviously, when we obviously. do our Patreon episodes about yeah. A24 movies in general. Um, we don't know the full, like, how long that's going to take, so um, if you want to keep up with it, check out the Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com slash scene. Check it out. Uh, but that's going to have to be it. Uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. Check it out. Yes. And we will see you in the next episode. But until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye. The Spoiler Cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It is hosted by Tobias Vidin and Rebecca Vidin. Produced and directed by Tobias Vidin. Executive producer is Annika Vidin and Laura Kinney. Also, a huge shout out to all our patrons Laura Kinney, Mom, Dad, Mom and Mac.